Hello and welcome. I'm Pastor Vince, and this is Applying God's Word, a Bible teaching podcast to encourage you in your walk with the Lord. This is episode 11, titled Reconciliation and Prayer. I'm going to begin with 2 Corinthians 5, 18 and 19. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation, that is, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. There is a great truth that threads its way through Scripture that all things are of God, and from God, and for God, and all things culminate in God. This is the subject that is close to the heart of Paul and a theme that can be seen flowing through all his writing. All things are made by him, directed by him, and held together by him, whether it be in the spiritual sphere or the physical plane, whether it be in the realm of the visible or the invisible, whether it be the principalities and powers in heavenly places or the earthly kings and rulers. All things are of God and for God, and nothing will hinder his ultimate plans and purposes when all things will be brought to their final foreordained conclusion. The Lord is the Alpha and Omega of all. He is the first and the last, the beginning and the end. And we who have had our sins forgiven have been reconciled to God. We have been reunited with God by grace through faith in the Lord Jesus and have been brought back into fellowship with him. And as members of his body, we have been commissioned to carry out and continue the ministry of reconciliation that Jesus himself started during his earthly life. We are to tell those who need to hear that all obstacles separating sinful men from a holy God were dismantled by the cross of Christ, so that all who remain alienated from their Redeemer God through pride or ignorance, foolishness or folly, carnality or unbelief may hear the wonderful news of salvation, sanctification, glorification, and eternal life and be reconciled back to our Heavenly Father. Prayer is how we communicate with God who created and saved us from the penalty of sin through Christ because He desires to be in a relationship with us. God talks to us through His Word and the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. The Holy Spirit helps us understand His Word and to apply it to our lives. It's then through prayer that we communicate to God. When we pray, we experience closeness with God because prayer is intimate and personal. Psalm 139, 23-24 Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. When Christians pray to Jesus, sharing with him on a personal level helps us to trust him more, and we find peace of mind. We can get bogged down by the negative thoughts in our head. When we take our worry and doubt to God in prayer, we gain insight to overcome our negative thoughts. When we pray with thanksgiving and petition, God gives us peace unlike anything we can imagine. Philippians 4, 7 And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus.
We don't always know what to pray when we pray, but God does. Romans eight twenty five to 27 But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Prayer also gives us the healing we need. God heals us as we pray for ourselves and for each other. James 5.16 Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Trying to fix our problems ourselves is a fruitless effort, so we take them to the one who can. God created the universe and everything in it. Help is waiting for us if we humble ourselves and ask for it. Psalm 121 I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. Christianity is a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. It is amazing that God, the Almighty Creator and Sustainer of the universe, wants a close personal relationship with you and with me. It's the greatest news ever. Not just that He desires this, but He has gone to tremendous lengths to make it possible. Hebrews 9, 14 and 15 How much more, then, will the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences from acts that led to death so that we may serve the living God. For this reason, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant, that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance, now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. If you do not know the Lord, as your Savior, and would like your sins to be forgiven, so you may have eternal life with Jesus Christ, it is yours for the asking. This is a free gift offered to you from God by His grace alone. Grace is the freely given unmerited favor and love of God, the influence and spirit of God operating in you to regenerate and strengthen you. Ephesians 2 8 and 9. For it is by grace that you have been saved through faith, and this is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. There are no set entry prayers to heaven you can recite or rituals you need to perform. The Bible sets the only condition in Romans 10, 8 to 10. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is, 
the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. If you, as a result of believing this passage of Scripture in your heart and professing your faith publicly, the Lord says you are indeed saved. Now, I want to talk to some of you who are saved but have drifted from the Lord and want to renew your relationship with Him and be forgiven and are willing to forsake whatever path that caused you to stray. You need to confess that and repent. Now, talk to Him just as you did before. Prayer is essential to strengthening your relationship with God. Keep His commandments. Remember the promise of the Holy Spirit to help you, John 14, 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. May you always feel the presence of the Holy Spirit in what you think and say, and in all that you do, and may your walk reflect your love for Christ and your desire to apply his word.